I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to an appreciating episode of But That's a Different Story, where we bring you stories so dusty, you'd think you were watching a famous 1960s singer perform in a vacuum bag during one of the worst droughts in America's history. Speaking of bowls, that's a mighty fine haircut you've got there, Ronald. I almost mistook you for Namejiro, the mascot of Japan's Let's Eat More Mushrooms campaign when you got into the studio today. Why, thank you. I created an AI-generated image of what my two greatest heroes, Lieutenant Commander Spock and Moe Howard's baby, would look like, and gave it to the barber to use as a reference. I really enjoyed the TikTok you posted of her putting a mixing bowl atop your head, then spinning you around in the chair while she eviscerated everything outside of the bowl with a straight razor. I wish that was the video that went viral, instead of the one of me tumbling out of the back of the ambulance afterwards. Yes, it's rarely a good time to sneeze, but I would say it doubly so for when you're spinning at 200 RPMs with a razor-sharp blade millimeters from your face. I'm glad you're healing nicely, though, and you're giving off real mummy vibes with your completely bandaged face. That's good to hear, but I can't help fearing that Brendan Fraser is going to burst through the door at any moment to vanquish me. Well, speaking of mummies and other ancient items, I recently spoke to a gatherer of such things. So let's hear all about it in a story we're calling Rewind, Rewind Collecta. I reached the top floor of Hampton Corvin's House of Corvid just as that thieving raven, Roger, made his escape out the sunroof. I had Hampton Corvin, the precocious dodo bird that owned the hotel, in tow. As promised, on the top floor landing was a vending machine with all kinds of tasty bird treats. Dried grubs, rice, little twigs, and in the last compartment, shiny coins. I made good on my word and told Hampton that if he didn't open up the machine and get me my stolen coin back, he'd be taking the invisible elevator that goes too fast back down to the first floor. Being a flightless bird, that was enough motivation for him to start trying to pry open the vending machine with his beak. He struggled for a few minutes, but eventually the latch gave way. Unfortunately, it popped right off the vending machine, causing Hampton to stumble backwards through the stairway banisters right onto that invisible elevator to the lobby floor. I quickly sorted through all of the coins that had spilled on the floor until I found my own. Then I rushed down to the lobby to check on Hampton's well-being. I found him lying unconscious next to the unattended concierge desk, and I was mortified. Who was going to help all of the guests? But Hampton was more important, so I immediately called 911, who put me in touch with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. The USFWS, or USFWS, dispatched an Ambird Lance right away. The parrot medics got Hampton situated, and off he went to the nearest urgent care clinic. However, along with the Ambird Lance, were two fish and wildlife officers dressed in their customary beige suits, sunglasses, and earpieces. They told me I needed to come with them, then blindfolded and cuffed me, and threw me in the back of a windowless van. We were on the road for quite some time, and once we arrived at our destination, I was led through a series of hallways until I reached my holding cell. After they removed my cuffs and blindfold, I realized that I was in the US headquarters in Washington, D.C. Not sure the reason for the blindfold, it's pretty easy to Google where their headquarters is, but it did put some fear into my heart for a while. It turns out that since dodo birds are a species so endangered they're widely considered to be extinct, Hampton was actually enrolled into the Witness Protection Program for his own safety, which is why he was disguising himself as a human hotel owner. And now I was suspect number one in his attack and potential death. Yes, the us suspected Hampton's predicament was due to foul play. Wink. 
My trial was swift and efficient. My bird lawyer, Atticus Finch, as portrayed by Gregory Peck, helped me plead my case. I detailed Hampton in my encounter. I even provided the audio from our interview as evidence. But the jury wasn't convinced. They thought there were too many sibilant S's and plosive P's in my recording and deemed it unlistenable. I was worried I'd be sent to the gullows, but instead I was sentenced to life in the birdcage. After several months, I had grown accustomed to the way things worked in the cage and even began to enjoy the daily routine, from bird baths to early mornings in the yard searching for worms. It was a spacious facility too, what with all the wings. The schedule was such a departure from my often tumultuous life as an investigative reporter that I settled in nicely. The other inmates warmed up to me and started calling me the Man Bird of Albatross. But then one day, the warden unflocked the door to my cage and told me to go on git. It turns out that Hampton had made a miraculous recovery, and as soon as he was able to speak again, he exonerated me of the crimes that had landed me here. I asked if I could see Hampton to thank him in person, or Dodoson, but he was given a new identity and placed in an entirely new city. The Uswiss had discarded my street clothes, due to them being a biological and a sartorial hazard, so I was left only with my black and white striped jumpsuit when I was released onto the mean streets of DC. Luckily, Hampton did leave me a sizable stipend as a kind of penance for my incarceration, so my first order of business was to purchase a nice pocket watch so I could answer anybody if they happened to ask me what time it was. Luckily, across from the Usquiz headquarters was a store called Babino's Boutique. Thankfully, I had smuggled my recorder into the birdcage by putting it in a white chocolate kinder egg and calling it my child, so I still had it. I had a sweet treat, licked off the recorder, and turned it on as I took my first steps into consumerism as a newly free man. Oh. 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 <laughs> Jinx. I know, we... Seem to have startled each other here. Ah, uh, yes, you you're standing right in front of these big wooden doors. I, I pulled it open, and we were pretty much nose to nose. That's always how I stand. Oh, in my shop, right in front of the door. Yes, to greet. I pulled it open. I pulled it open from to the side. Your sliding doors, and you're standing right there, jostling. Yes, it's like a Star Trek door. They slide. Side to side. Swoosh. Swoosh. Uh, do they swing side to side or up and down? I, well, are you talking the original series or the next generation? Uh, I guess. Deep Space Nine? Oh, there's too many. Voyager? Okay, I take it back. I don't care. <laughs> um, okay. Well, well, you, you started me. I'm sorry. I apologize. Are you here to burgle my store? Is that what you ask customers when they first come in? It's 3 p.m. in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Is that where most robberies happen? Or burglaries, I guess. And it wouldn't be a burgle if you're here. Then it would be a robbery. You're so full of inaccuracies already. I, I might take my business elsewhere. I have this nice wad of cash. Oh, a wad? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I was looking to procure a pocket watch of sorts. But now, you know, getting this kind of treatment right when I walk in? No, I... I I apologize. I have a mind to go talk to the Better Business Bureau themselves. Please, no, no, not the BBB. The Triple Bs. The Triple Bs. No, please come in. Welcome. Welcome to my shop. Okay. I will. Uh, you just, you startled me with your, uh, your striped 
pajamas. Or? Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about my prison jumpsuit. <laughs> or my USPWIS. Uh, that's U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Uh, you here to steal some tr- trout? I've made it clear that I'm not oh. here to steal anything. Uh, <laughs> Why would I steal when I have this wad of cash? Okay, so you're not a thief. No. Uh, no. My name is Matthias Spiegel. Uh-huh. I'm a reporter, in fact, mm. for the publication. publication. But that's a dis. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a different story. It's published on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> ah, yes. I've heard of these these things. Uh, yes, it's a podcast called But That's a Different Story, mm. where uh, my partner Ronald, which I haven't seen him in some time now, I wonder what he's up to. Ah. Uh, and I seem to have been having a hard time getting home and uh we like to interview people on our travels on your interesting people specifically do you happen to be an interesting person well why don't you come inside and i know uh, you're a rude person (laughs) that doesn't always equal interesting rude is just another way of saying pushy uh or no (laughs) (laughs) or no (laughs) we'll go with option number two (laughs) why thank you (laughs) But, uh, you know, I can only, I would hope, I would hope that you're the manager of the store, if not the owner, because if you were an employee, an associate, I would have to ask to speak to your manager. I have to, I'd have to pull a real Karen. No, please. I, I've had enough Karens in here before. Okay. You've come to the right place. This You've is... come, I am the proprietor, the manager. You're Babino, huh? Yes, you Charles. Got a funny spelling of your name. Charles Babineau. It looks like Babinox. Babinux. Yes, that's correct. But it's not. It's Babineau. Well, that's one way to pronounce it. Oh, what's the other? I mean, the one way. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> uh, Babineau. Other way to pronounce it. Uh huh. Okay. Say yes. Oh, yes. Babineau. Uh huh. So this is your uh, boutique. Ah, yes. Welcome. Come in. Come in. Uh-huh. Please enjoy yourself. Look around. Uh-huh. I've come to... What's it, this? Okay. Uh, yes, this is my oh, boutique. I have many interesting wares to sell to you. Framed picture of Abraham Lincoln. Wow, look at that. Yes, it's an, an original. An original? Yes. Portrait? Oh, an original frame. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yes, from about... 50 or so years ago. Okay. We're talking about 1973. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I I do enjoy your, your precision, young man. Thank you. Again, my name is Matthias. You can address me as such. <laughs> so strict. I enjoy that. <laughs> Listen, buddy. <laughs> I've just done, done hard time in the birdcage. Ah, Right across the street there. You yes, see that? I have. I walk by it every day and throw seeds at it. Oh, thank you. That was you. Yes, that's me. Oh, yeah. I do enjoy feeding birds on uh, my time off, going to the pond and, you know, feeding ducks pieces of bread. Oh, that's not good. Wonder bread. No. Not You're supposed good. to feed them lettuce. Lettuce? Or shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like shrimp? Ah, but I... It's hard to carry marinara sauce. Marinara, huh? 
No, is that not what? No, you can put marionette. I, I, I prefer a, a nice cocktail sauce of sorts. Hmm, I thought the cocktail was just the name because it's sort of liquid. No, a cocktail sauce is basically ketchup, horseradish, Worcestershire, and Tabasco. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're teaching me many, many ways of things I... I do not know this newfangled. Well, I suppose that's not newfangled. Uh, Actually, that that reminds me of something. Would you like to peruse this item here? It's a cookbook. Um, sure. Betty Crocker from 1981. Ah, vintage. I believe we have. Uh, there's a recipe for uh, this disaster. Sh- <laughs> oh, I so hope. Far. I hope not. So far, <laughs> why, sir? I I do believe I will. Curry, your interest. Uh, curry is a recipe in here. Ah, uh, Betty Crocker with the curry recipe, huh? A terrible, terrible recipe. Okay. <laughs> they did not know. They had no good sort of uh, cultural awareness mm. back then. Mm-hmm. The only curry she knew was Tim. <laughs> yes. It is a recipe for a Betty heavy Crocker, makeup. big... Uh, uh, Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. Picture, Horror show. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, it, in fact, curry, it's really just a recipe for meatballs. Meatball? I mean, meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can easily turn a meatloaf into a meatball. This, Do you this... just take an ice cream scoop to it? Yes, precisely. Or a melon baller? Sure, if you're fancy. A melon baller, just tiny ice cream scoop if you think about it. Originally... Do you have any melon ballers around here? Of course I do. Okay. Yes, uh, for, for melon sorbet. Mmm, yummy. Sort of a combination, mm-hmm. ice cream and uh, melon baller. Yes, well, come. <laughs> I I have some of this for you, if you if you would like. Uh huh. You see, uh, these are all old items. Okay, so this is a boutique, correct? So I see you have a boutique. Kind of just means a general s- store, uh, not of a, sorts. Chain. a specialty store. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and what is your specialty then? May I ask? Well, well may I ask first? Mr. Babineau, mm-hmm. is that how I shall address you? Please call me Charles. Charles Babineau. I think we are on uh, close terms at this point. Yes. I mean, we were nose to nose. Uh-huh, yeah, it gave a little uh, Eskimo kiss. <laughs> Just the slightest touch of the hair at the end of my nose. Yes, it's I haven't had time to trim it in the clink. Ah, <laughs> it okay. sticks out. It's kind of long and pointy. Very like a proboscis. Yeah, kind of. I apologize for my unkempt. No, hair. no, no need to apologize. It's it's all it's all fine here in my boutique store. Mm-hmm. We're we're a fan of all comers and goers. Hopefully, you come in and go with some merchandise of mine. Mm-hmm. You see, I'm a a grantique dealer. Grantique. Okay, so all the st- the okay. Wait, grantique. Yes. I've heard of antique, and I've heard of grand piano. Well, this is somewhat of a combination. We do have some... Oh, grand pianos? Well, we have pianos? some upright pianos. Oh. We have some... Concert piano. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we we have some, uh, you know, old pianos. Uh, we have some keyboards. Mm. Original moogs. Oh, <laughs> some synthesizers, huh? Okay. Yes. Uh, harpsichord? Uh, some harpsichord. Yes. Some, multi- okay. 
Oh, we have some organs. What about drop the Sikord? What about a harp? Hmm. It's like a piano with no keys. Huh. Well, we do have a harp and some hand mallets. I don't know if that counts. Hand mallets. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Which you can use to create your own. Oh, I see what you piano forte. I see. I see. I see. If you want. So you've got Oregon. How big is this shop? I said, must stretch on for miles. Oh, it's very large. We have a... It looked teeny tiny from the outside, but now that I'm inside, it's like a Ikea. But old. Yes. And very disorganized. Oh, well, that's why I'm here to show you. To, to bring you around, to show you all these wonderful grantiques that I have. Okay. Uh, do you have a timekeeping section? If we can just get to there... At some point, uh, that would be helpful. But I'm, I'm, you know, I've got nothing but time on my hands. Speaking of, so uh, well, it seems I'm you happy have no to time on your hands or no time on your wrist. Yeah, exactly. But we can get to that later. I just, you know, if, as long as we stop there sometime. Well, yes, we have a uh, wonderful time section, mm-hmm. timekeeping section. Wow. That is. Yes. Well, what what interests you? What can I interest you in? What do you got? Well, okay, let, let's see over here. Let's see. So what's what's unique about my store, as you may guess? I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to tell you. Oh, okay. Before I was so rude. You started with the question word. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were asking me, what's unique about my store? It's like, I guess the smell? <laughs> I ah, don't think I've ever smelled anything like I'm, quite like this aroma that's kind of floating around here i'm so glad you noticed it that's why we're we're right here in front of the perfumery Mm, you can see all these antique perfumes these old bottles of perfume these very intricate glass bottles with the sort of puffer Mm -hmm. you know spray Mm -hmm. you may have seen one once or twice in your life Mm -hmm. uh perhaps from an older relative of yours or a looney tune or two yes the the kind that perhaps a skunk would spray Mm -hmm. on himself we don't talk about Pepe. No? It's canceled. Canceled? Yeah. Oh, they came for Pepe. <laughs> they came for Pepe. I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what a shame. Of course, he was always doomed in the end. He was too, too out in the open, you could say. With I, his... With, yes, his sort of mm, sexual deviancy. <laughs> yeah. Assault? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no one should do that. But, uh, I mean, obviously, with things of other nature, I, I prefer sort of low-key and being more... Oh, so you're a fan of the Norse gods, huh? Of the who? The Norse gods, Loki. Yes. Mm. I love Loki. I love the rest. Thor... <laughs> You know, uh-huh. all of the Norse gods. Yeah. They're so fun. Mm-hmm. The wolf that eats the moon. Oh, sure. That's one. Uh-huh. The <laughs> volcano that, you know, spews smoke. What about Beowulf? Is that one? Sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he killed someone. and He has a legend. He has a whole book about him. Yeah. In fact, I have a, an old copy of Beowulf from the 1960s. Oh. An illustrated version. Oh. Illustrated by whom? By Dr. Seuss. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's interesting. 
Yes, it's it's quite fun. It's, you know, something that perhaps a grandparent would read to their grandchild. Mm. We have many, many other versions of that. Many versions of Beowulf. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> that are kid-friendly. <laughs> yes, specifically for nighttime reading. Uh-huh. To wow. To put, put a grandchild to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But would you like to uh, test out this perfume? Yeah. I... Dying to, what's your oldest one? I can't imagine that this would smell any good. And just out of morbid curiosity, I gotta smell. I gotta take a sniff. Ah, uh, <laughs> let me sniff that fume. Well, this one is from uh, 1953. 1953. Okay. Yes. I mean, I guess all of these are technically antiques, but you haven't broken a hundred years yet. <laughs> no, nothing is nothing is older than, uh, I would say, between 1920s. And nineteen. So you don't deal 60s. in under, oh, over a hundred antiques. What are these are uh, my my good sir? These are grandiques. Grandiques. Oh yeah. What makes them a grandique again? Well, these are antiques that from grandmothers. Oh, <laughs> from grannies, granny antiques. Ah, uh, so you. <laughs> so, <laughs> first, let. <laughs> Let me smell this perfume, and then I'll get on with my questions. Uh, yes, this is from original uh, petroleum distillate oh. from the 1950s. Everything like was gas? petroleum back then. Leaded, I hope. Oh, extremely. <laughs> Feel how heavy it is. Oh, my goodness. Smell like how bread. heavy it is. Okay. Let me In the nostrils. <laughs> uh, okay. No Here, would you like to hold it? I, I'm smelling it. Uh, I did a little puff. Yes. Uh, not good. No. <laughs> no, it's terrible, but it's, it's more the ornamentation of the glass. And Why don't you just dump the perfume out? Then? Well, I can't, you know, uh, touch it, really. I can't disturb the original quality of my Grantiques. No. Everything you sell, you're selling as is, then. It comes in, you do no restoration, no cleanup. You just put it on the shelf Why, and that wait would... for someone to buy it. I don't, I don't. We have a saying here, as you can see in this sign, is don't tarnish the varnish. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. That's clever. Cheeky. Your grandma brought that in? A grandma did bring it in. Okay. Yes, she owned a paint store. Ah. And someone was talking smack about her. I suppose don't tarnish my good name. That's right. Um, so grannies specifically come in here and donate? Sell? Well, it's for grannies by grannies. Or flip it, reverse it, back By it up. By grannies, for grannies. Yes, grandmothers come, I take their, you know, their goods, their tchotchkes, their knickknacks, uh -huh. their everyday household products. And who do you think, let me ask you, who comes to Washington, D.C.? Mr. President. <laughs> oh, sure, he comes pretty often. But, I mean, who comes by the busload? It's children on field trips and old grannies. What about James Carville? I think he comes to Washington fairly often to be a pundit. Oh, yes, the I baldy from guy. the bayou? Yeah. You ever stop in here? He has come in, yes. <laughs> uh, for his conservative wife. <laughs> yeah. When he wants to get freaky. And... <laughs> yes, he, has, uh, he buys a few bodice rippers. Oh, those are uh, erotic novels. Okay, from the olden days. Mm. That's what he's into, huh? Well, he reads it to his wife, conservative wife. Yes. Uh huh. He's liberal. She's conservative. Oh yeah, just the, the 
What chemistry? Exactly. <laughs> Got a real Kellyanne Conway thing going. <laughs> yes, she's tried to come in, but she no. said no. <laughs> I don't go so far. <laughs> no, she said, "Oh, but your hours say you're open." I say, "Oh, alternative facts." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Visit our other store at Bowling Green. <laughs> topical, topical. <laughs> Almost as topical as this perfume. Ah, uh, yes, I have some you salves and, it. and ointments. Mm-hmm. Would you like some coconut butter? If it's an antique, no thank you. Uh, I think those have a shelf life. It is rather rancid, I uh-huh. should say. Yes. But, but does it come in an ornate yes. holder? Yes. Oh, a very nice glass jar. Mm. Original glass. Okay, this is just a ball jar. <laughs> yes, but look at the lid. No, actually, this isn't even a ball jar. This is just an old Newman's. Salsa. But the original by Paul Newman himself. He designed it. I don't in, think he did. In a glass blowing. Well, that's what the grandmother told me. Oh, okay. So Who you just I? take these granny facts as truth. I mean, would a grandmother lie? They're so sweet and innocent. Well, you said it was by grannies for grannies. But Charles. That's me? Exactly. You seem to be neither granny nor granny. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. A gr- Do you have grandchildren? Uh, yes, I have. Oh, okay. I have five grandchildren. So a granny could be a man or a woman or whatever they please. Yes, uh, these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I identified simply as a grantique dealer. Okay. Not as a... I don't let my grandchildren define me, mm. those whippersnappers. Oh, I see. No, I'm my own person. Uh-huh. Don't put a label on you. You're not a common grandpa. No, that's why I, I never subscribe to the AARP magazine. No, never? I mean, I'm a member, but I just... Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> I told them, stop sending me these <laughs> damn magazines. What do you get as a besides the magazine as a member? What are the perks? Oh, so many discounts. Maybe like free breakfasts or something? Yes. That start at like six in the morning. <laughs> Oh, that late? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 4 a.m., please. Oh, you need your 4 a.m. brand muffin, huh? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, would you like a muffin tin? Here. A tin just specific for muffins. For brand muffins, specifically. Uh-huh. Okay. You can see all the nooks and crannies. Uh, that shouldn't be a thing in a tin muffin. <laughs> I would want it to be smooth so I can clean it. Oh. Huh. I th- I'm starting to think all these grannies gave me faulty <laughs> junk. Yeah. They, and you... Okay, so gra- granny comes in here. Mm-hmm. Let's say she's got a bowling pin. Yes. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Out of ten. Says it was uh, uh, one struck... Struck... Was part of a strike that was performed by Frank Sinatra himself. Mm. Old Blue Eyes. Oh, wow. Oh, I wish I could have something like that. Mm-hmm. So, do you go through any sort of appraisal? Yes, yes, of course. I put on my jeweler's loop. Mm-hmm. I hold it up to the light. Okay. Spin it around, you know, turn it in my hands. I rub my finger down it, give my finger a lick to see how it tastes. Uh-huh. If it's authentic, uh-huh. I'll try to, I'll bite it to see if it bends. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, all the classic... Uh, you know, antique dealer tricks of the trade. I see. I'll tap it a little with a tiny, tiny rock hammer. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> um, see if it kicks or 
If it dings. Okay. Of course, it depends on the material. Uh-huh. I've, in this particular example, I will, of course, uh, reference my, my billboard top 100 book of the month. Every month, they release the top 100 songs. Okay. In so a I'll, book form. Yes. Uh-huh. So I'll go and see if uh, Frank Sinatra had any hits the month of the strike. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he would always go bowling after he had a hit song. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. No. But yes. Uh, so I would do some research, of course. Some uh, research. Uh-huh. But not all. I mean... I trust, again, these grandmothers are so cute and innocent. I, I meant more to say, what do you pay for something like that? I see you do your due diligence, sure. Yes. In your research of the appraisal. Mm-hmm. What what would that, I guess, I guess it's a hypothetical, so no, no use uh, to get into it. You need to see a real thing, huh? Yes, well, usually when, when a grandmother comes to me, I'll say, what are you, what are you trying to pawn off me here, Granny? Mm-hmm. This is this is trash. Oh, sure. Maybe I'll give you a few. I'll give you a nickel for it, <laughs> and then we'll, you know, of course, negotiate up into a quarter. Maybe. Uh-huh. Then I'll say I'll give you a Lincoln, a five. Uh huh. And they're usually pretty happy with that. Okay. I'll say how many malts can you have bought with this? <laughs> <laughs> and that takes them back and balls or shakes. Hmm. I don't usually specify. I leave it up to their imagination. <laughs> Whichever one costs more in their mind. How many little strawberry-shaped candies can you buy? Yes. And they're usually okay with that. Now, that's a trick of the uh, antique dealer to lowball them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, of course, I'm selling these for quite a high price. I was going to say, nothing in here under $300. No, no. <laughs> this muffin tin priced at $444. Well, it's a grantique. Uh, yes, I know that now, but <laughs> who are you going? Are you to argue that it's not a grantee? No, no, I don't argue that at all. Ah, uh, okay, great. Uh, you sure you're not trying to steal it? Are you? No, you're asking a lot of questions. Would it help if I? Well, I guess I can't turn my jumpsuit inside out. <laughs> Same problem. <laughs> I got nothing on underneath this. I can't help but think that you have pre-assumed assumptions of me based on my prison jumpsuit well if you are a thief i mean that's not necessarily the worst thing i i won't discriminate against that if you're a good thief i'm not a thief i don't plan on any Mm. doing any thieving how about cat burgling i'm allergic i'm sorry (laughs) ah okay how about snooping Uh, i left my snooping days behind hmm okay Actually, you know, I bet my I have a great partner who would be uh, really good at that. I, I, I do wonder what he's up to. But yeah, he would probably be a great little snoop for you. Hmm. Well, I'm, I mean, you're here and you're very, you seem very open to many ideas. Uh, because there's, you see, there's one Grantique that I've never been able to get my hands on. Oh, you're waiting for, you're, are you, do you go and actively seek? These grantiques? It sounds like you just wait for grannies to come in and try to pawn off their, you know, old stuff on you. Typically, yes. But, you know, they're coming from all around and they're traveling usually by bus, a coach bus, and they don't bring the best things with them. They don't always know that I'm here, Mm. despite my many, many advertisements in the yellow pages. (laughs) 
but no, you see, I'm, I'm really would love one particular grantique mm. that has eluded me for so long. Eluded you again? Eluded you in what way? Are you out there looking for it? No, you see, I'm quite, <laughs> quite the lazy man. <laughs> it sounds like it's not eluding you. It sounds like you're just not looking for it. Oh well, no, don't get me wrong. I know where it is. Oh. It's just very securely secured mm. in a secure location. Ah. Very hard to get to. Oh, but if I had it, it would be... <sighs> like that spot on my back that's always itching. <laughs> yes, where you try to reach with both arms and hook them together, but no, it's just there, just out of reach. Mm -hmm. That's what it is for this Grantique and, and me, but I desire it so. Okay, I can wait no, no longer. What is it? Well, come here. You see this old clay tray? Not tray. It's a bit of a tray. It's a bit of a bowl. It's kind of a vessel port. of sorts. Yes, yes. And you see what's inside this candy. Mm. It's okay. wrapped. It's caramel. Uh, Perhaps you've heard of it. A Werther's? Exactly. Ah. <laughs> you see, you're letting on less than you know, but more than you think. Uh, I, that's a real mind wrapper. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of wrapped candies. <laughs> now, you've heard of. Werther's? Werther's Originals, yes? <laughs> There's the original. Werther's Original. <laughs> the prototype. Yes, it's out there. And oh, I want it. I need it. It's the ultimate Grantique. You, you don't think it would have been eaten? <laughs> I know it hasn't. Ah. You see, there's a famous old person who always... Supposedly has a Werther's original in his pocket. Mm. I'm talking of none other than America's billionaire, Warren Buffett. Ah, oh, okay. He loves Werther's originals. This is true. That, I believe, is true. Okay. <laughs> and he's so rich, I know he has the original Werther's original. Mm. And I've been trying to get it. I've had agents in the field for a long time trying to... Are these agents grannies? <laughs> Some grannies, some not grannies. Oh. There's a certain children's performer in Omaha, Nebraska, where Warren Buffett lives. Uh-huh. I've had on the case, but uh -huh. I believe he's a bit of a drunk. <laughs> Unreliable. Yes. Okay. Of course, there are grannies out there, too, who I've tried to seduce Mr. Yeah, Buffett. Yeah, well, you know, they, they come in here. Oh, I'm visiting from Omaha. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm visiting from Omaha. She's got a... Old Barbie of her grandchild's, and uh, yeah, trying to see how much you'll take it for, and then you recruit her. Yes. Say, by the way, <laughs> I'll take this gratis. You don't have to pay me anything. I'll take this Barbie, but you have to do something for me. <laughs> yes, a little quid pro quo. Yeah, but it's a trick, you see, because you got the Barbie for free, <laughs> and you're sending her on a task. <laughs> well, I'm just a businessman, <laughs> simply a businessman. That's it. I'm not, you know, orchestrating an elaborate heist of Warren Buffett's compound. No. No. No, heavens no. But if you were interested, you got in here pretty easily. I walked through the front door. Actually, I didn't get in that easily because I tried pushing it. Then I tried pulling it. And I figured out I had to slide it. And then you were there blocking the entrance. So, no, I did not get in here quite that easily. Hmm. Hmm. Well... I had you pegged to someone who could be good in my team, but 
I mean, now that I've told you everything, I think you're... You have to be part of my team. I... Because if it happens, you'll be an accomplice. I... Well, I just came in here for a pocket watch. <laughs> Please, oh. show me some of your other wares. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's see. On the way, um, we have this shirt of three wolves howling at the moon. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have many sizes, uh -huh. if you would like some of that. You have many sizes of this shirt, but... So a, a granny came in here with... Mul or multiple grannies came in with the same shirt, different sizes. <laughs> Both of, hold on, this is a math problem. <laughs> but also, did one granny bring in a set of shirts, or did multiple grannies just bring in the same shirt, hmm. just with all different sizes? Well, it, it was a little tough. There were multiple grannies. One had a shirt of a sheep. The other had a shirt of a wolf. The other had a shirt of a raft. And I had to figure out how to get them in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, yes, I mean, so that we have many, many different uh, shirts of that kind. Uh, but if that doesn't interest you, perhaps I can interest you in a, how about a Jane Fonda Jazzercise video? Uh, VHS? Of course. Oh. Another? I have no player, but thank you. Well, I have plenty of those. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only VHS, not a VHS-DVD combo. Just, just VHS. Plain, yes. Okay. Video high-fidelity system. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's not your cup of tea. I have... Do many... you have any cups? I could really go for a cup of tea right now, actually. Yes, I have many teacups. Tea Do you cups? have any teacups, but fresh tea, not antique tea? No. <laughs> no. Oh. I do have plenty of old loose leaf tea. Uh-huh. If you would like. No. Yes, How say, old? Well, they call it, they say it's from Ceylon, which is now Sri Lanka. Oh. <laughs> okay, so pretty old then. I'm afraid so, yes. Um, well, you said, you said you don't have anything over 100 years old in here. So a granny has never brought you anything that's over... <laughs> they see it's an antique store, but they bring in something that they had in their lifetime. So they're thinking that... <laughs> yeah, yes, contemporary grannies. Uh -huh. Two grannies. Oh, no, don't... I've had some grannies come in and bring me, uh, you know, heirlooms of gems and diamonds and diadems and... Would you really call this an antique store? No, you don't. You call it a grantique store. Okay. Ah, a loophole. I was going to say, it's probably more of a vintage store, if anything. Mm. I feel like that's, a, <laughs> you vintage, know, not eh? quite antique, but, ah. <laughs> and that's where it comes into the, you know, this is an original, you know? Right. Yes. I mean, it's, you have you thought of rebranding, getting some young new business in here from young grannies <laughs> from just. You're really sticking with the granny thing. Your business is... I guess you can swindle them, take their goods, and then sell it for extreme markup to other grannies? Other grannies are coming in here and buying these things? Yes. Many, many grannies. Not just grannies, but of course, young people, maybe sons or daughters or grandchildren, buying presents for their grannies. Okay, so the end, end user is still a granny. Yes, oh, yes. I see, I see. The end-all be-all the grannies but again my end all be all is that sweet 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 sticky where there's original the <laughs> okay will you be part of my crew 
Will I be a part of your crew? Uh, well, actually, if you are going to be part of my crew, you will need a timekeeper so we can synchronize our watches as any good heist crew does. Uh-huh. So here, I'll bring you over to the... You know, I've got this wad of cash. Hmm. I could use... First First things first, yes, a pocket watch. Yes. But I was thinking if I'm going to go for the full pocket watch, I could get a monocle, too. Hmm. If I had a monocle, would that stop you thinking I'm a thief? <laughs> Ah, uh, I would think you were perhaps a sophisticated uh, cat debonair. Yes, yes. Mm, I see, I see. So I would like that. Uh-huh. Monocles. Do I have any monocles? I do have many old glasses. You know, the extremely thick kind. <laughs> Coke bottle glasses. Uh-huh. Huge plastic rims. Oh, okay, yes. So if you, I could break those apart and create a monocle for you. Have you ever, I, I you know, there's... Coke bottle glasses. Have you ever got a, a ketchup bottle glasses? Uh, hmm. Let me see. Yes, yes. I, it seems I do. Oh, okay. So look at. Check this out. We're gonna put on these ketchup bottle glasses, and now mm-hmm. guess what? I can say hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> or is it hindsight fifty seven? No, that would not be good, though. Is <laughs> oh, that one eye is can see through walls and the other quite blind? <laughs> well, here, then I'll give you these Heinz glasses for free. Okay. You can break them if you would like. And- I'll break them in. <laughs> yeah. Create a monocle mm-hmm. of your own. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yes. I do have tape. If you would like. Mm. To- okay. Well, I don't know why you would want tape. What kind of tape? You got masking, painters, duct, electric, cassette. cassette. Well, yeah, yeah, talked about those VHSs. Yes, I have many, <laughs> but also just music cassette tapes. Oh, okay. And boom boxes, mm-hmm. if you would like. Granny's bringing in boom boxes, huh? Yes, carrying it on their shoulder. <laughs> Bumping some fat boys, little run DMC. Yes. Uh-huh. They try to... They try to break dance i say no please granny it'll be a hip break dance <laughs> yeah literal literal break dance for you yes uh so you what gets you into this kind of business well it all started a long time ago i wasn't always a grantique dealer i wasn't always a parent dealer either that's was my first line of business a parent dealer uh, yes. Antique stuff that parents would like. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. But then I graduated to Grantiques. But before then, I started as a stockbroker. Oh! <laughs> In New York City? Yes. Oh. Wow. The one I mean, I guess, can stockbrokers live anywhere? They certainly can. Okay. But you see, I was a stock boy. Oh, <laughs> that's quite different than a stockbroker. I'm sorry. Well, I worked my way up, like how some agents work their way up from the mailroom. Uh huh. I started in the stockroom of of Wall Street. Yes. <laughs> so like papers, uh, post-it notes, pens, that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. Pushing it all around on the floor of the stock exchange. I was a young lad who swept up all of those ticker tapes. <laughs> Like the guy at the end of Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> yes, that was just like me. Push, push, push. Uh-huh. Sweep, sweep, sweep. 
It was... Take your hat off. <laughs> Wipe your brow. Oh, yes. So much wiping back in those days. Wiggle your little mustache. <laughs> yes. Big mustache, I guess. Yes, I had one. Even as a young lad. <laughs> they, all the stockbrokers would make fun of me, they say. Oh, you've got a broom on your face. Mm-hmm. Push broom. Why don't you use that? Yeah. You idiot. Oh, would they pick you up and... <laughs> Just use me as a broom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so unfortunate. But you overcame this and became one of them. Yes, I did. I learned their trade secrets mm-hmm. and how to trade and trade in secrets. Oh, and see, I guess that must help you now. That's how you're such a good trader of these uh, granny commodities. Yes, exactly. Especially the secrets part, you see. That's what I'm really trading in is trading in information again to find warren buffett and <laughs> his secret hideout well you don't just, you think it's a secret hideout you don't think he just keeps it in his other pocket no hold on <laughs> wait a second you've always got a pocket full of worthers in his right pocket let's say or is he mm-hmm. left-handed i don't know the man uh <laughs> and then in his other pocket I would just keep the one original and ah. just hope and pray every day that I don't get the two confused. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he wouldn't. He's the the Oracle of Omaha. Is that what they call him now? Yes. <laughs> to uh, He would never make that mistake. I, I can't imagine. The Oracle of Omaha? Yes. What did he do for Omaha? I, I could say the Oracle from Omaha, sure. Mm-hmm. But the Oracle of Omaha, I would expect, like you know him to be laying some serious cash into city infrastructure at that point ah well i i believe he may have uh, i mean he certainly put it on the map uh yes before uh omaha was very tiny on maps mm-hmm. when he hit it big he bought the atlas companies and made the dot a little bit bigger yes he did mm-hmm. so uh yeah okay here's my theory this is what i theorize a it's in his left pocket mm-hmm. b you know he's famous for his in-home buffet <laughs> he keeps it freshly socked every day you think he's got it he's probably got it uh, a whole uh sterno tray full of worthers <laughs> so- uh, yes. A chafing dish, I'm sorry. Sterno uh, is the fire. Chafing well, dish. he could have that next to the, the ice cream station. Mm-hmm. A nice... I still think if... I think he would have eaten it. <laughs> you think he ate the original Werther's original? I think so. With that kind of... Pa- were you just going to hold it, walk around? Well, sure, as a memento of his immense wealth mm. and the influence he has. You see, it's really... Yes, I want the Werther's original, but really I want to take down the system you want to take down warren buffett yes as a man of indetermined age but an older man (laughs) to be for sure i guess he is too you think that's a fair fight i certainly hope so have you called him out have you tried tweeting him (laughs) what's this tweet uh the twitter Uh uh-huh i have tried Uh uh-huh uh yes but i i mean every tweet you gotta buy that blue blue check mark first (laughs) that's how you get people to notice you oh eight dollars a month i don't know oh a month is it well i don't know is it a year <laughs> i was hoping it was a one-time fee oh well that may change things i may have the cashola for that oh what 
I mean, how long has this place been in business? Why, I've been working here since about 25 years. Since about 25 years, huh? Since about 25 years, exactly. So that would be uh, 1998. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, this, oh, I'll have to change my sign. It says founded uh, 25 years ago. Yeah, see, that's the thing, is you shouldn't put <laughs> uh, a time that can change, I guess, a measurement on a sign, unless you plan on updating it every year. Yes, I usually hope that grannies will come in with their own signs that happen to work out for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just happened. because the tarnished one came in, uh, that got your hopes up for everything, huh? Yes. No, you never put an employee's much wash hands before because you're hoping a granny's going to bring it in. Yes, that's right. You don't have open or closed signs because you're hoping a granny's going to bring it in. Yes. I have I have about 50 uh, live, laugh, love signs, but... Uh-huh. And it's it's wine o'clock somewhere signs. <laughs> Those don't help much. Was right? the wine o'clock one from when uh, you were still a pa- parents' teak dealer? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I just brought that over here because, you know, it's it's an investment in a way because those parents may one day become grannies themselves. Yes, God willing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so do you do you, you know, I, I imagine with no sight, you have, I guess you have Babineau's boutique, but again, boutique could mean anything really. <laughs> with no signage, and I know you advertise in the yellow pages, but. What about, do you ever hit up, like, the bingo hall? You know, the shuffleboard uh, stadium? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Washington, D.C.'s famed shuffleboard stadium. Yes, I, I go there quite That's often. That's what all the grannies come here to see. <laughs> it's true. During their tournaments, I definitely go to the shuffleboard stadiums. And mm-hmm. I, you know, hand out my business cards. And I shake some hands. Glad hand people. Mm-hmm. Of course, I... I compliment everyone's grandchildren mm-hmm. say they're the cutest. Uh-huh. You know, to try to win their favor. Try to get some... Hey, show me pictures. I want to see pictures. Oh, I've seen so many pictures of grandchildren. Mm. They all look the same to me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> How old are your grandchildren? Mine? Ah, uh, why, they're a wonderful 25 years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. They're twins. Oh, wow. On either side. They're twins on either side. I have two children, and each of them have twins. Ah. And each of them are 25 years. So four grandchildren. All 25. Hey, that's a cool hundo if you add them all up. (laughs) 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 Are all their birthdays on the same day, too? They are. Oh, wow. But your kids are not twins. They, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) What? You don't know. Were you not around for their birth? No, I was, uh... <laughs> I was making a big trade. Oh, okay. Oh, so you had your kids when you were still in the stocks. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Not literally. No, not the stockade. <laughs> no. Uh, well, so, I gotta ask, where's Mrs. Babineau? Ah, oh, poor Mrs. Babineau. No, she's poor? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, we divorced. Oh, <laughs> you took half of her money? I did. Oh. She didn't have much to begin you with. You took half of her money and she kept the kids? Yes. 
Ruthless. <laughs> That's right. Her name was Ruth. <laughs> Good old Ruth. <laughs> Poor old Ruth. Poor old Ruth. She treated me well, and I treated her horribly. But I had to. It was all for the public display, you see. Mm. I had to cultivate this image of myself as a a ruthless man. Mm-hmm. Someone who would stop at nothing to get what he wanted. Uh, well, that's that's the ty- kind of determination that I could... Frankly, I could get behind. Yes, you you like that? Yeah. I, show me more mean things. <laughs> what else did you do that's terrible? <laughs> show oh. me a pocket watch first and then tell me. Uh, Point me to the pocket. Okay. Yes. Like, can we go to the time section? Yes. Look the over. wall of time. You will see uh, the wall of time. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have many grandfather clocks, but <laughs> of course I also have many grandmother clocks. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> those are ones where you have to peek it. They don't have a pendulum. <laughs> Well, <laughs> do you want the real answer or the, the dirty answer? What's the dirty answer? Well, they've got... Get, get nasty. <laughs> grandfather clocks, one pendulum. Uh-huh. All the way down in the middle. Uh-huh. Grandmother clocks, uh-huh. two pendulums. <laughs> side by kind side. Kind of flapping around. <laughs> real low. Yep. Also. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> we have these many, many clocks. Uh, we have cuckoo, cuckoo clocks. clocks. Uh, well, jinx again. Uh, That's even. twice. We're even on the jinx. Ah, <laughs> uh, the jinx. Fred Durst. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> I mean, thank goodness that, you know, it's not Fred Durst, especially in a great antique store. He'd just be breaking stuff left and right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I do have a nookie jar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, but you were looking for a pocket watch. Uh-huh. I do have, yes, yeah, some, well, I have uh, some uh, original Casio watches on strings, if if you want, to serve as a pocket watch. Uh, no, I'm looking for something class. I've got this wad of cash. I where was that, Has where was that wad from? Is that from your sock or anything? No. Because I don't take dirty wads. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to. No, it's right in my prison jumpsuit pocket. Ah. Okay. A wad of cash, you say. How much of this? Is it a full wad? Half a wad? What are we talking? I, you know, you showed me the shady side of you. I'm not comfortable telling you, to be honest. And I'm not comfortable, you know... Let's say the wad is not in my pocket anymore. I'm going to put something somewhere else. Oh, no. But anyway... <laughs> So, uh, yes, I would like, a, I guess if you don't have a fancy pocket watch, mm. uh, then I'll have to go look somewhere else. <laughs> no, I, I have the fanciest pocket Well, I could tell you where you can perhaps purloin <laughs> a fancy pocket watch. Well, let me guess, Omaha. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> All right, I said it. I, okay, fine. Yeah, you're discreet, persistent, and downright dirty enough your part you're in you have to be in i'll join your crew sure we need you but we do need uh, okay you said you got a casio on a string 
Yes. Oh, that's good enough for me because we got to synchronize these. That's the first part of any heist, of course. Of course. You have to synchronize your watches. Okay, so let's do this here. Uh, there's so many buttons, so I, I don't know what they do. <laughs> I think it's a calculator as well. Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> I, no hold on. Let me put on my reading glasses and try this out. Uh, you know, I think if you press it in a certain order, it talks to you. It oh, tells really? you the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Beep. <laughs> okay, no. Oh, we may be here all day. Okay, yeah. Which we is... would know by... Do you have any other watches? Uh, yes, I have a Timex. Okay. I like a Timex. It's, you know, analog. Uh-huh. Oh, preferable. Yeah, I like... Great. And you see the the hands are little logs. Logs? Yes, like on fire. Logs. They... <laughs> like a former tree. <laughs> yes. Log, formerly known as tree. <laughs> The hands are the logs. It's an analog watch. Ah! <laughs> I was like, is this Paul Bunyan's old watch or something? That's so big. <laughs> we do have a giant Paul Bunyan, like from the movie Fargo. Ah, uh, uh-huh. He's out back, if you would like to see him. Oh, sure. Okay, good, <laughs> yes. Um, but okay, so I've got this analog watch with the little logs for hands, uh, and I've got a, do you have any, can I at least get a, a nice gold chain from you? Hmm. Sure. Yes. Uh, we have many chains, many, you know, tra- chains that you wear around your neck. Okay. Yes. This, I mean, speaking of run DMC, the one you just handed me is, I believe what they call a dookie gold chain. <laughs> it's quite thick. Yes. Uh, I guess this will work. Hey, I'll be like the opposite of Flavor Flav. I'll have a big old chain, a tiny little <laughs> watch at the end. <laughs> Instead of a big clock. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> what's the plan here? We got a heist happening or what? Yes. Uh, now that you're in, we have the complete team. Oh. We will have to meet. Speaking of, you're in. Yeah, the bathroom around here. Uh, yes, of course we do, with many scented candles inside, uh, many TV guides to read if you, while you're on the crapper. I said urine, speaking of urine. Oh, well, we don't have a urine. I would, if it was the other thing, I would have said, speaking of dookie gold chains. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> it just came up. <laughs> well, we only have just a toilet, and it has that soft seat. Just a toilet, huh? Well, in a sink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else would you expect in a public bathroom? I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> I'm not the one <laughs> with a piss fetish. <laughs> with what? A piss fetish. <laughs> what? Who said that? Where did you get that from? You keep talking about urinals and urine. <laughs> no, I said urine once. And then I said that I don't like this. I say I want to see the dirty state. This is too much. I don't know. I don't know if I can be on your crew. You're too unhinged. Much like your door. There's no hinges on it. It's got a slide. I hate it. I hate everything about this place. It smells weird. You don't have a proper shower for me to enjoy my piss fetish in the bathroom. Oh. So I'll be happy to get out of here. Uh, yeah, and head to Omaha, Nebraska, sure. Yes, okay, well, good. Well, fine. 
All all expenses paid. Mm. If I'm gonna join this heist of yours, uh, paid by you, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll split it. Okay. I'll bankroll you, as long as you keep your end of the bargain. Sure. And what am I supposed? To, what's my end goal here? For you to find and capture the original Werther's original and bring it back to me. Uh, any distinguishing traits about this Werther's original? I imagine old and terrible. Old and terrible. Yes. Okay, so I just need to find an old and terrible Werther's original and bring it back to you. And what's my cut in this? The worth the thing might not be worth... I don't think the thing's worth anything, so what do you hope to gain? Just the uh, power? It's worth it to the owner. Oh, you're going to hold it ransom. <laughs> I suppose that's one way of putting it. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I'm going to hold it ransom to Warren Buffett so he gives me his empire. You want his whole empire? Yes. Okay. Now, doesn't that sweeten the deal? I, for me? Yes. An unhinged man like you to have basically unlimited wealth? I'll give you some wealth. Okay, if it's... If the wealth's in it, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll join your heist, sure. I'm just gonna... Let let me... Okay, sure, now. Okay, here, look. Speaking of Dookie, I'm gonna go into your bathroom and take a big shit. How's that? Does that make you happy? No. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but please continue. <laughs> All right, and then, yes, as soon as I come back... Does your bathroom have a window? A giant window oh. that a whole person can basically walk through. Okay. <laughs> a sliding glass window? Yes. <laughs> you love the sliding doors here, huh? I do, yes. Uh, it's so fun. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take my big shit. <laughs> uh let me peel off a couple bills here for the the Timex watch mm -hmm. and the... Well, you said the spectacles were gratis, correct? True, yes. Okay, so... Okay, yeah, so here's one peel. Mm -hmm. Okay, here. And ah. here's two peel. That's two dollars. Ah. Oh, what a bargain for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm astounded that you've made it this far and that you ever had anything to... Well, no. You know, I can perfectly see you doing very well in the stock market with your set of skills no actual skills and just mean personality and ruthlessness so uh okay yeah as soon as i get out of this bathroom we'll we'll play in this big heist ah excellent i'm so glad i'll be expecting you at back at any moment mm -hmm. and i'll call the rest of the team uh, yeah get the grannies on the line yes especially uh my assassin friend who's part of the team he'll be so excited and if we don't hear from you soon, I'll send him out to get you. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, about to use the facilities. This is Matthias Spiegel for But That's a Different Story. 